Welcome back, everybody, to the Boiling Point Podcast. Oh, man. It's been a while, but it's summertime, and we're back with it. Today, we have some new guests, you know, throwing some razzle-dazzle on this episode. We have Jeremy. Say what's up to the people, Jeremy. My name is Jeremy. I'm going into my senior year of college, um, psych major. I've already been on the uh, on the show once, so. And then we have Deja. Say what's up to the people, Deja. Hi, guys. My name is Deja. This is my second time on the show, so super exciting. Um, and I'm going into my senior year of college, too, studying culinary arts. So excited. <laughs> Good to have you back, Deja. Brianna, you want to say what's up to the people? Hi, everyone. My name is Brianna. This is my first time on the podcast. I will be a junior, and I am in canine training and management. And last but not least, we have Joshua here. You want to say what's up, Josh? What's up, everybody? This is my um, podcast debut today. Um, I graduated from college two years ago with a bachelor's in information technology. Yeah, just some geniuses out here. I could never. But, you know, me, the host, as usual, Layla, I'm here, back, better. You know me. Anyway, <laughs> today <laughs> we're going to be talking about body dysmorphia. Ooh, oh, oh. There are a few names for this, BDD, body dysmorphic disorder, and body dysmorphia. So I guess the first question that I have is, what is body dysmorphia? When you think of the term body dysmorphia, what do you think about? Yeah, so like to me, body dysmorphia pretty is pretty much is just like you aren't seeing yourself the way everyone else sees you. And it's though you only can like see your body in like a negative light that just doesn't doesn't really like reflect what you truly look like. And it just it's it's just like a constant like battle of like not believing everything that you're seeing agreed um it's kind of like an obsession i like that you chose the word battle because when people think of um not seeing yourself as you actually are they think of like oh you know that's easy just look in the mirror you know it's not that simple it's it's your brain telling you that you look different from what you actually look like whether it's bigger or smaller um, I was just thinking that because I didn't really hear about the term until like recently and even more so now. But I was always thinking of it being like a fixation, like with one or more parts of your body that you just seriously do not like and always want to change them, but can't in a way. Yeah, to piggyback off of that, um, like the the way I look at it is pretty much like kind of seeing either not entirely your entire self but like characteristics of yourself um like your body in a negative light um for example like I actually have a friend that kind of struggles with this um and one of the things that he's been struggling with is the fact that he's been balding and he always brings up he's like hey like the fact that I'm balding I hate it and he's like always saying I wish I had hair like you wish I had these other characteristics but a lot of us tell him all the time it's like hey like you look amazing the way you are, but he still, like to this day, doesn't, not in a sense, like doesn't believe what we say, but like in his own mind, he, he tells himself, no, like that's not the case and all that stuff. So mainly just looking at certain characteristics or certain parts of yourself in a negative light that other people don't see the same. Thank you for those beautiful explanations. If you want to get technical for the listeners out there, the 
internet's definition <laughs> of body dysmorphia is a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance so like josh was saying it's not as simple as telling someone like oh you do look good and having them believe that because it's it's not their choice it's just their the way they're wired to believe that they look different than they actually do and that that can lead to eating disorders and bad habits in general and it's just straight up not a good time i know that's not probably probably not the best way to describe that but in general i don't think that that'll be a, a great thing to have or to suffer with um going off that if you're comfortable sharing feel no pressure but have any of you ever struggled with body image issues and how did you get past that or like what is that journey like for you i can go first um, so I definitely have, um, growing up, I have a very judgmental family, so, um, they will tell you when you look a certain way, and, um, growing up, I was always told, like, oh, look, you know, you can lose some weight, don't eat all that, and, like, it really stuck with me, and then, um, through college and high school, even middle school, um, people that I thought were my friends would actually like comment on my body and I was like wow and it made it got in my head and I was like oh so this is how I look you know in the image of other people so I have to think that's how I look too um and then when I got to college I met like friends like my best friend Olivia and she was like you know I don't care how you know how you look you're beautiful um and just like people like that really like helped me to realize that you know it's okay to, you know, not look like everyone else. That was beautiful. We love Olivia, by the way, you know, for the listeners out there. <laughs> you know, she's great, really supportive, and just overall a great friend. Anybody else want to add on to that or express their own stories? Yeah, yeah I can go. Um, so I'm on, like, so I, I do uh, lift a lot of weights, and, like, I go to the gym, and I've been always very critical of, like, my physique and one thing that I've realized is that I don't see myself the way that like other people see. Like I've like I've definitely noticed that there are a lot of um, changes that I've made to my body that have added muscle and stuff like that. But I for some some days I don't see it. Some days I still feel like I look like this small pudgy kid that I looked at in the mirror a couple of years ago, and now it's like it's still like a battle I face that I don't want to really deal with. Like, and like, I don't know, it's, it's still a confidence thing for sure. Okay, thanks for that. For for me, I feel like it really started in high school uh, because in high school I was very, very skinny, um, very lanky. And I started playing basketball in high school and I was surrounded by a bunch of people who were like really athletic, very muscular. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I wish I could be that way, uh, except I'm like super skinny. So when I went away to college, that's when I really started working out and everything like that, putting on some weight. But uh, the way I saw myself was that like I was putting on like the wrong type of weight. Like I was gaining more fat than muscle or anything else. And like, it, it's really a, a mental thing at that point because there's so many people that, oh my God, like you, look, like you look amazing. I'm just like, yeah, but I have this gut, like not really, like not putting on weight where I want to put it and all that good stuff. So like, it took me like years to stop trying to downplay the things that other people would say and actually try to look at things from from their perspective 
and what I was start, started doing like towards the end of like my time at college was I would take like before and after pictures. And that's something that helped me kind of actually see the differences that um, other people were, were saying to me. Because like when I, I had like this first person perspective of, no, this is not good, this is not good, this is not good. But after I started looking at the pictures that other people would take for me, and I was like, oh, okay, like I really am starting to make progress. And as of recent, like with the whole pandemic, I had to work from home for about seven months and I had like gained a ton of weight over that time because I wasn't really moving much. And when I went back to work, like I started to to lose weight again and I kind of saw myself struggling a little bit like I did like I did in, in college. Like, oh, like I wish I could lose weight um, here and there. So at that point, I had to remind myself, like, hey, this is what worked for you towards the end of college, like doing the before and after pictures, because some people probably implement now. And that's something that, that's been helping me, like, even to this day, because I know I'm not where I want to be, but it's definitely showing me that I made a bunch of progress since and that I don't, I don't have to, like, give in to the, the voices in my head telling me, no, like, it's not, like, you're not where you want to be. It's like, hey, I'm making way towards that and enjoying the process along with it. Awesome. Yeah, I... I do think that that is definitely a confidence booster because pictures, for the most part, don't lie, <laughs> especially when you take it yourself and you're seeing the before and after. That's definitely, um, in my opinion, a good strategy for um, keeping your head above water with stuff like that, because I know weight is a different issue or progression for other people. Breathe. I just wanted to say that I definitely agreed with what Deja um, was saying because my family, not my whole family, but it was more so my grandma and my dad that would comment the most about my weight and that would make me like delve deep inside myself and be like, okay, I really don't like how I look, but it never started until they started commenting on it. So, but I think that as time went on, when I was like, I guess away from them, so being in college, I started to like not care about what other people said or thought because I'm like, I'm still my own person. The way that I look doesn't define who I am as a person. So I don't know why I care so much about that. <laughs> so, I mean, I still do to an extent, but it wasn't as critical as it was when I was still at home. Situations like that, especially family, I can definitely agree with that. You know, that's a whole rabbit hole that we can delve deeper into later. <laughs> but um, it just, it hurts more than it helps because I think a lot of people, when it comes to weight in general, never get to the accept yourself point. It's more so like, here's what you can do to change. And it's like, why don't, why isn't it accept yourself? But if you want to change here, here's what you can do, you know, and I'll offer my assistance in any way that, you know, is helpful to you. Because when family members uh, comment on it, especially when they are a picture of unhealthiness themselves, I just it just makes no sense. It's super hypocritical. And because family is like near and dear to most people's hearts, it hurts more than if a stranger would be like, oh, you're fat, you're ugly. I'm not, you know, I'm not being mean, I'm just telling you. Yes, you know that TikTok? Ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I think with family, that's definitely a constant thing playing in a lot of people's minds, even if they are a picture of health, you know, according to the medical community. Um, I think what 
not we, but families need to be educated on how to go about talking about weight with people because it's not helpful to just point at it and poke at it and say, yeah, this is a negative thing. Yeah, this is what you need to change. Yeah, this is no, 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 no. It's like... I need you to don't, <laughs> okay? Um, you know, I'm over here going a little crazy because I respect you and I want to be who you think I am. But at the same time, I need to be able to love myself before you you can sit here and point at me and tell me that what I look like is wrong or it's bad or it's gross or it's nasty. Or it's just maybe mind your business. That's just my opinion. <laughs> because not everyone who is bigger is unhealthy. Not everyone who is smaller is healthy. So that looking at somebody is not the definition of healthy or unhealthy. You don't know what somebody's going through. You don't know if they can lose weight or they can gain weight. You know, people have different issues. I think it's important to have a conversation instead of assuming that you know what's best for a person simply because you see what they look like on the outside. Thank you. That was my soapbox. But um, we we touched on a little bit, you know, with family and stuff. But I think my next question is, what influences your body image issues? Like, is it just family? Is it social media? We talked about that last episode, last episode, words. Um, (laughs) um, Is it, I don't know, seeing people on the street? Like, what is it that fuels your need to change or not to change, you know, stuff like that? I could jump in. Um, I think for starters, definitely social media does play a huge impact because nowadays it seems like everybody's quote unquote living a perfect life on social media for the most part. Like a lot of people post a lot of their successes and everything like that. A lot of these trips that they're going to, but you're not really seeing the day in day out, like them being on their grind type of thing. So when you see things like that, either people in like quote unquote perfect situations or and they're looking very amazing and like certain sceneries and stuff like that, I feel like that definitely plays a, a huge impact. Um, another thing that I think plays impact as well is like especially with us being and what we're now getting out of this COVID day and age was for the past about year, we spent most of our lives on Zoom and WebEx meetings and things like that. And I think it's really starting to bring more attention to the fact that people are now looking at themselves more than they probably were beforehand. And people are now also starting noticing some things about themselves that they didn't like. I I could start for myself, for example. Um, When I was doing meetings for work and everything like that, I started noticing, like, looking at my nose more and stuff like that. And realized, hey, like, I have a little bit of freckles and everything like that. I really don't know how to feel about this. So I never really noticed before. And, like, it took me a little while to, like, not overthink it. Like, oh, okay, like, that's just a part of my body that I didn't realize. But that's something that I feel like possibly other people also realize is we're looking at each other literally in a camera every day. And, like, in the top right corner, top left corner, somewhere on the screen, you're also there. It's like, oh, like, this is what I look like. I don't want people to see me this way. And, like, they might try to, like, change the the angle in which they're being looked at or change the background to make, like, their scenery look a little bit better and things like that. So that's, that's like, a unique thing that I, that I recently realized I feel like could be um, influencing as well. I may be tripping, but I think that that could be something that tails on with it. I completely agree um, because social media in general is fake. It's just people want to 
convince the whole world that they're happy and living their best life and doing all this hollow nonsense, whatever. When in reality, life sucks most of the time. You know, it does. And we do what we can to make it a happy one for ourselves. But people who don't realize that social media is just a display of fake happiness, they, t- they tend to take that to heart and like, oh, they can be happy. So why can't I be happy? You know, my nose doesn't look like this, like Josh was saying, or my hair is different or my body is different. My thighs are too big. They're too small that I'm too short, too tall. It's like you're beautiful. <laughs> That's it. Point blank period, no matter what you look like looks have nothing to do with it it's the least interesting thing about you it's something your body is just a container that holds whoever it is that you want to be and if you want to be ugly inside then that'll come out and people will see that but weight has nothing to do with pretty or ugly people can disagree people can have the argument they want without that but i'm not gonna argue simply saying people are beautiful personalities on the other hand Oh boy, <laughs> that's a whole different different story. But yeah, I think people, especially younger people, hold too much stake in the the lives they see on the internet. Like especially with celebrities and all that, because younger people think like, oh, they're celebrities and I want to be like them, and I have to look a certain way or do certain things. No, no. <laughs> like if you really see the real lives of celebrities, nobody would want to be one. I promise you that. Like, it looks glamorous. It looks wonderful. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just not, it's not all it seems to be. There's more than meets the eye. Um, my next question is, what are some negative techniques that you've seen people use or you've seen on social media that people use to alter their body image or body size or whatever? And what did you learn from that? I love Instagram. I just love it because I kind of do like seeing people's lives, even though sometimes they don't tell the truth. But I like seeing, you know, how far people have come. And the amount of, like, dieting pills and stuff that I've seen in the past month, like, oh, take this and lose 10 pounds in a week and all this stuff. And I'm like, does it really work? And people are actually believing, like, oh, I'm going to spend all this money um, pills. Now, some pills do work, don't get me wrong, but some are like a waste of money. And they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this because I want to look like this person. And this person lost this much weight because of this. And I'm like, everybody's body is different. What works for them is not going to work for you. It might work. You never know. But just like dieting pills and like the flat tummy tea and all that, it drives me crazy. Um. But yeah, no, Digi, you make a really like valid point. Like social media has been like an absolute like like killer of like people's like mental states, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I know that like so I like I follow a lot of body bodybuilding accounts and I've noticed that like they always use like this perfect lighting that makes it seem like like their muscles are just like the like they have great definition, everything like that. And then it's like, why can't I be like that? And meanwhile, they're hiding the fact that they've been on steroid cycles since they were like 17. They claim they're completely natural, stuff like that. Man, meanwhile, you're this 20-something-year-old dude just trying to be like that, and you're like, how do you even get there? 
and you realize like some like these guys are like cheating to get there. I say cheating, but everyone's everyone's story is different. Everyone's on like a different pace and everyone's like started differently. So it's kind of like realizing that those are scenarios that you have to like adjust to before you can really make an assumption about how like someone's at that level while you're still at this level. Facts. Facts. Agreed. Um, steroids, flat to me tea, diet pills. Um, another thing, probably an unpopular opinion. I think overworking out. Sorry if you feel like I'm taking shots at you, Jeremy. I'm not. <laughs> it's more like um, going to the gym um, as soon as you see something on your body that you don't like. While I'm all here for going work out, get strong. Do you think, man? I'm here for it. But there's such a thing as too much. You know, if you don't take your rest days and you go to the gym day in and day out and you're just not happy with the way you look, that might be something more than simple body image issues because everybody has roles when they sit down. Sorry. Uh, sorry to be the bear of bad news. Everybody does. Some roles are bigger than others. You know, that's where you get some butter for that. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> It's just um, trying to alter your body in such a way that makes it so that you have no flaws. It's just wildly unhealthy, in my opinion. You know, you do what you want, but I think there has to be a limit to where you stop, like enjoying your rest days and having cheat days, you know, eating whatever it is you want to eat, because part of life is making mistakes. And I guess in that cheat day sort of thing is kind of like making mistakes on purpose by accident so it's just it's important to live life because i think a lot of people wrap their lives about around what they look like and if they don't look a certain way or they go out looking a certain way or they won't go out because they don't look a certain way it's like you you deserve to be happy you know if being in the gym makes you happy by all means but there should be other parts of life that also make you happy so you don't have to rely on that in order to bask in whatever happiness is to you. You feel me? I don't know if that made sense, but happiness stems from a lot of things. But I think overworking out and diet pills, diet pills don't work. They don't. I don't even have to take them to tell you that. They, they just don't. Like it's like Jeremy would say, you know, eat less, exercise more. That's that's kind of the secret, but yeah, not go. It's it's not it's don't eat less, just do more. You know. Okay, there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> you know, don't eat less, just do more. You know, go outside, ride a bike. You know, do whatever you want, or don't. You know, go ahead, watch your movies, be in bed, be comfortable, do whatever you want. Just make sure that that is what makes you happy, because there's more to life than looking a certain way. There's no such thing as perfect. Like. If there was such a thing as perfect, then why isn't everybody striving to be that? Like if everything, like if everybody in the world was were told that they were perfect, then that means nobody's perfect, right? Because in order to be perfect, there has to be imperfection. Everybody's imperfect, therefore no one's imperfect, therefore everybody's perfect. There you go, my logic makes sense. So <laughs> after doing some research about body dysmorphia, I was looking at like the fatalities and it was like a lot of people who have a lot of suicidal ideations along with attempts you know trigger warning for those i'm sorry i probably should have said that first um 
people tend to have increased anxiety, depression, and may develop eating disorders. And it's important to note that body dysmorphia doesn't equal an eating disorder. Some people don't do anything about it. You know, some people have or develop anorexia nervosa or bulimia, the other word for it, <laughs> um, or binge eating or other ones that I cannot remember right now. And um, it's important to realize that you can't diagnose yourself with body dysmorphia. It has to be a medical professional. But if you feel like you have any of those symptoms or you feel like you don't, you're obsessed with the way that you look in such a way that is unhealthy and it's forcing you to do all these unhealthy techniques to reach whatever it is that you're looking for, you might want to seek medical help just because you deserve to be alive just as much as anybody else and your body's your mind's perception of your body shouldn't be the thing that pushes you over the edge do you know anyone who has suffered with body image issues to the point where you think they might have body dysmorphia you're not a medical professional obviously but to the point where it's got to so bad where you're worried about their safety or health no names obviously i i don't want to say i dealt with it but i feel like i've definitely had like run-ins where like i've noticed myself like following along that track because like there are some days where i'll like wake up i'll look in the mirror which i try not to do for more than like five minutes a day just because any more than that and i'll go like and i'll go crazy about how i'm how i'm looking that day but i know there are some days where like i'll go look in the mirror and the first thing i'll be like or i'll see is your legs look really small you know and it's like like I've dealt with, I deal with that all the time, and some days it's to the point where I'm like, I know I'm working, like whatever, back today, but I want to do legs because I want my legs to get bigger. So it's like, I definitely have had run-ins where I feel like it could follow along that track, but I don't think anything specifically like that could be diagnosed as it. Okay, and when you feel that way, what do you do to mitigate that feeling? Um, pretty much, I just try to accept the fact that I can't. I can't change it overnight and I just have to keep following along with like my workout plans, my goals and stuff like that before I can actually be where I want to be. Um, and like, ex- and like finally be like accepting enough of, of my body. Cause I know, cause I know it's not going to happen overnight. I know it's not going to happen in the blink of an eye. And I just, I try to like keep telling myself that just keep putting in the work and you'll get there eventually. Okay. I'm here for that. So we talked about the negative techniques that we've seen like on social media, in real life, et cetera. So what are some positive techniques that you've seen that people actually followed and they ended up losing a lot of weight or gaining the weight that they actually wanted to gain? Ooh. Um, so I've noticed that like there's been like, I don't know if it's a trend, but I've noticed like a lot of like um, Instagram like influencers like so like more girl more female influencers than anything have like shown like the before shot of like um like a photo shoot that they did and then like just a behind the scenes shoot and it's like her like like hunched over with like roles and being like we're people too stuff like that and i think like that i i think that does help give people like with body image issues i think that does help them a lot i also feel like surrounding yourself with people who um just support you cuz sometimes it's like you know you build that like ideology because people focus on the negative. So sometimes putting yourself around people that focus on the positive makes you change your mindset of yourself. And 
in that way, if you do have the thought of still wanting to change something, they can still help you with that too. But it's also, but it's just always having that positive mindset and not focusing on the ways to change things as soon as you can, because that's when most of the harmful things can, you know, come to pass. Um, I definitely agree with Brianna and Jeremy uh, with social media and surrounding yourself. Um, I watch a lot of TikTok and I follow a lot of like pages that do like healthy cooking and stuff. I love cooking. So um, just like seeing meals that like will help you and also like they're not just like rabbit food, but it's like other food that looks good and also tastes good helps too. And I usually every day I try to walk like at least two to five miles a day, which helps. Um, so, and I've seen like a change in like just my body. So that helps. And just being positive and telling yourself that it's okay, you know, to have a cheat day or, you know, to not feel your best. I agree with everything that, that y'all just said. Um, just recently, I want to say probably like a week or two ago, I saw a video on, on Instagram and it was this woman, apparently she like TikTok famous or something like that. And she had posted, she was like, hey, everybody thinks I have a perfect life, but little do does everybody know that I'm by myself the majority of the time. I rarely speak to people. Um, I don't think positive, positive about myself. And under the video, I saw a bunch of comments of a lot of people pretty much saying that they suffer with the same thing. Like, oh my God, like I thought I was the only person. Um, like, I don't know how you could look at yourself that way, but people also tell me the same thing. They don't know how I could look at myself this way. And a lot of people in those comments actually like were able to reach out to this person and they was talks about like them starting like a support group. So they like all like join the group on my like, Facebook or something like that, shed a lot of positivity um, amongst each other. I'm not sure if they actually went through with it or not, but that was something that was very cool that I noticed. That I felt like it was very unique, especially since a lot of people are suffering with these things without many people knowing about it. So the fact that they are talks about coming over a support group about it to be that the olive branch for everybody is amazing. I like that. I like that for real. Um, I think a lot of people like you said, definitely do feel alone in their weight loss or gain journey. So it's important to realize like there's a 99.99999% chance that you are not alone. <laughs> it's just a matter of finding those people and asking them questions and seeing how they got to where they are and if they're happy and, and what you can do to be happy with yourself, you know, because it's not about what other people do to make you happy it's about what you do to make you happy because at the end of the day you are the only you that you can be you are the only you that you ever will be so you might as well do things that make you happy that math is math right you know <laughs> now that we've discussed body image and how wonderful and how detrimental <laughs> that can be has there ever been a time where you had such a negative body image that it led you to who you are today yeah actually um i i guess this kind of like started like my whole like fitness journey like so it was like right after freshman year of high school and i was like i was at that point i was a little bit on the bigger side and there was just one day like i just looked down and i saw like my, like my stomach i was like i don't like the way this feels and like i guess just from there like i just 
just put like this chip on my shoulder that like that's not like who I want to be like if I if I'm seeing myself this way I can only like imagine how other people like see me you know and it's like I I guess like just like that negative that one negative instant where I just happened to just look like look down I was I just like changed everything and just like kind of like made me like want to be better than who like I was at that point in time crazy because right along that same avenue for myself um when like when I was finally going back to work and I had put on a whole bunch of weight like I was not happy with how I looked at all and somebody had mentioned earlier about like overworking yourself is a thing and I felt that hardcore around that time because I was I was so down on myself that I would go to the gym like six days a week in the gym for about two to three hours a day and realizing I wasn't really seeing any results like after a month or so. But it was actually my mom who like shed the light on me that, yeah, you're not noticing anything because you're exhausted all the time. Like you, you work eight hours a day. Now you go to the gym two to three hours and you're barely sleeping afterwards. So you're pretty much working yourself to the brim. So of course you're not going to notice anything because you're not getting the necessary rest that you need to get. And like when she had shed that light upon myself, I was like, okay, let me try something different at that point. So I started then going to the gym four to five days a week. And instead of trying to be there two or three hours, I'll spend like an hour, hour and a half there at the most, but started prioritizing rest along with it. And that's when I actually started to notice a difference. And that's when I really kind of put on the radar for me, like, Hey, like, I didn't know that overworking yourself at the gym was really a thing, but it really is. And after that, that's when I started to hit some of the fitness goals I wanted to hit. But that that was a rough time, man. Like a solid month of just wondering why I'm not getting any results until afterwards, like words of wisdom were spoken into me. I'm glad you got through that. Um, I'm sorry that Sometimes you do need somebody to talk sense to you because you're just focused on, you got blinders on, so to speak. You know, you're just focused on your goal and doing anything and everything to reach that goal. But unless you take into account all the other things that come along with reaching that goal, it's not, it's not going to end up the way you think. Either you're going to hurt yourself or hurt someone else or inhibit your progress even further. So I'm glad your mom was there to let you know, like, yo, you need to slow down a little bit so that you can actually get to where you want to be and not hurt yourself anymore. So, you know, one for moms on that one. So in high school, there was a lot of people who had a lot to say about what I look like. Um, it's pretty much I was a little lighter than I was than I am now. Um, and people just commented on it day and night and it just it was annoying because it was at school it was at home it was at my grandmother's house it was just it was too much so at that point um i took everything to heart and like i started going to the gym and realized that that was not kind not really my style you know i'm more of a outside working out kind of person like going into the gym it kind of feels like i'm not going anywhere kind of like how when you're on the treadmill you don't really have any scenery you know it's not it's like you're not getting anywhere so that kind of i kind of internalized that idea like you're not going to get anywhere with this so you need to try something else so i would basically like walk to school walk to and from um for reference my school was on west west 50th street and i live near 
east of 125th Street. So that was my journey with that. That was a lot. <laughs> um, I stopped doing that, though, because um, it's not really healthy to do that often because there's a lot of avenues in New York City. <laughs> and actually walking for long periods of time can actually um, speed up the process of varicose veins. Do you all know what that is? The veins that pop up yeah, on your legs. So I had to stop doing that because my mom has them. And I, it's also genetic or hereditary, something like that. So I didn't want to like speed up that process for myself, even though, you know, either way I'm fine, you know, at least I got legs, you feel me, bright side. But I would work out with like Michael and stuff like that. And I started to think about how I was doing this because of what other people were saying and not because of how I felt. I'm gonna be honest, I like food, um, I like to eat. I like to watch movies. I like to go outside and, you know, I like to ride my bike. So that's fun, you know, and I get to do that now, now that I'm here at Cobble Scale. And every time I go to the doctor, the only issue is the weight, but I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I'm not at risk for any of these things. So I was always looking at it like, so it's just purely image. Is that what it is? Because I don't, I don't see what the detriment is so much. So it's not like I'm out here on my 600 pound life even though those people might be healthy too i don't know i've never seen the show so i don't know it's just i don't i don't know i don't if i can't think of a concept for myself and understand why i need to do this because it's better for me i'm i can't get into it it's just not it's not my thing so now i'm kind of more into it like i'm going to start going back more so because i have a lot of energy and I think that might just be like a brain thing. And I think going to the gym will help me expand, expand that faster because most of the time I stay inside. I'm like a hermit. I don't really like going outside now. It's too hot out there. You know, summertime is <laughs> it's just too much. But I think now going back will help me clear my mind because when I was going to the gym, it did help me like sort out a lot of things that I was like dealing with at school. So I think that was definitely helpful in that aspect. But I don't want to I don't want to change because someone else did, because then whoever I become, I start resenting that person because I'm like, I didn't I didn't do this for me. Like now that person is gone and living their life and I'm just sitting here like, oh, yeah. Now what? <laughs> like I, it's like, you know, but I do think the gym is really helpful in some some aspects. I suppose my next question is what matters more to all of you how you see you or how other people see you and why okay i definitely think it's um how i see myself um because at the end of the day i have to look in the mirror at myself and i have to you know live in this body so other people's opinions they're they don't matter uh i'm gonna say that they're nice to have but some people overdo it um but I definitely think that it's like the way I see myself and like I said it's because I have to you know face myself at the end of the day so if I think that I look like a bad you know what then that's why that should matter I 1000% agree with Deja because I look at it as like what is your opinion doing for me it's not doing anything so 
I'm listening to you because why? So I'm like, I don't need to, I don't need you to tell me what I already know. Like, I got this. I'm fine. I know what I'm doing for myself. And you're not helping me with anything. So (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you when it comes to that. But um, yeah, definitely. I feel like my, like my opinion of my body image matters more. Guaranteed sometimes it gets to me sometimes, but other days it's like, I'm still glad with the body that I'm in. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I can still, I still have like the functioning of my limbs. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. So I think it's definitely like just kind of backing off with these two uh, or what they've been saying. It's like, it's definitely like my opinion more than anyone else's opinion, because at the end of the day, you're always going to be your toughest critic, you know? And just making sure that you're going to be accepting of your own views on yourself are probably the first priority. Because how can you care about what other people think if you care or how can you care about what other people think if you still care about what you think, you know? So it's like you have to you have to be understanding of yourself first before you let others try to tell you how they feel. Oh, well, facts. I'm loving this. Um, yeah, to, like, piggyback on what y'all been saying, like, it definitely, it begins with you at the end of the day. Like, I remember back in high school, I used to think, like, oh, like, what other people think about me matters, and, but, like, got a really hard reality check. Like, no, it's what you think of yourself that matters the most. Like, you know, everybody says, love yourself before you love anybody else, because if you don't love yourself when you get into something with somebody else, you're not going to be treated the way you want to be treated. So it definitely starts with you. Once you're able to be comfortable with who you are in your own skin and love you for who you are, at that point, all the other noise doesn't matter because you're already comfortable with yourself at the end of the day. Fox, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I would say, yeah, yeah, it matters more what I think, of course. But realistically, I think we listen more to the noise in the background you know, of other people more than we should. Uh, at times, simply because sometimes we don't know, and that's that's where people get this idea of the perfect body because they see other people with a body that's perfect, and apparently, smaller means better, which is ridiculous. But you know, who am I to say? <laughs> but I think because we're humans and we're like social, we kind of gather information based on other people and what they're doing so if we see if say like i have a bunch of friends and they're all smaller than i am i start to feel like the outcast so i want to fit in well me 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 don't give a fuck i'm gonna be honest but <laughs> you know let's just say like high school me high school me would have cared like um i want to fit into that group and be one of them so that i'm not looked at as like the scapegoat or the person to laugh at so i don't know i think both matter but to what degree is the most important and crucial part because if you let other people tell you what you need to look like honey no (laughs) like that's not gonna end well because you gotta know you and you're the only person who can know you as well as you do you know i i do agree with all y'all that it, it starts with you because you are the only person who can define yourself 
in your personal experience, has social media been a positive or a negative force in your life? I think it's I think it's been like a lot of give and take. Like there's been a lot of positive, but there's also been a lot of negative because like when I see someone that's like on like a different path and like they have like more muscle or whatever i it's definitely a negative but like then like i'll post something and people will be like congratulating me doing for like the progress i've made so there's definitely positive and negative to it you know and it's all about just kind of like it's all like a give and take i agree um i just feel like i don't know why but i feel like when i was younger so like when i first got onto social media it was more negative like people just had this very big fixation on you know, smaller is better. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But now I see a lot of people empowering others to just accept who they are and the body that they have. Guaranteed, there's still some people that will have a lot to say, but it's like at the same time, I've noticed just a lot of people accepting who they are, like in the body that they're in currently. It's still a struggle sometimes, but there's a lot more empowerment that I've seen more than ever. So to hop on to what you just said, Brianna, are there any people who represent that image of body positivity that you look up to? Well, one person that I can say is definitely my mom, because she's always taught me to accept the person that I am and what other people say doesn't matter. Just as long as I love who I am for myself. And she's honestly one of the very few people that I do care about their opinion. I'm like, if she accepts who I am, then I should accept who I am as well. So I'm like, my mom has definitely helped me out through a lot of that. And she's fought for me when it comes to other people. Like I said before, when it came to my grandma and my dad, she's like, who are you to talk to her about what she looks like? She's still the same person. She's still making you proud and doing the things that she's supposed to do. So what does her body image have to do with any of that? If anything, that's like the lowest thing at the fucking ladder. <laughs> to worry about when it comes to anything else. I'm still going to school how I'm supposed to, making the grades that I need. I got a job. Like, I don't know what other things I need to do to make you happy, but your main focus is my body? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's a fact. And that's that's always a great time when you have a cheerleader in your corner to let you know, like, yo, you're doing what you got to do. Don't worry about them. Just listen. To, look at me. Just me. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about them because at the end of the day, they got their own unhealthy lifestyles and habits and, you know, drama that we don't need to get into, but we can if we need to, okay? I'm like, <laughs> it's just people love to talk when they have nothing better to do, you know? And people don't trust what they can't explain in that, like, oh, they don't get why, um, people are bigger, you know, or why people who are bigger can't seem to lose weight, even if they've been doing all these things, or people who are smaller can't seem to gain weight, even though they've been doing all these things. Maybe, just maybe, worry about yourself. I don't know, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's working pretty well for me. So, you know, maybe give it a try, worry about what you got to go on, because it's not about you. You know, you're the only, you came into this world alone, unless you're a twin which I don't think any of us are. <laughs> and that's how you're going to die, alone. So do whatever makes you happy. Doesn't matter what everybody else got to do. Like she said, she got a job. She going to school. She doing other things that I forgot what she said. <laughs> and she out here killing in the lab. So why does it matter? 
just people want to complain about something when they got nothing else to do, especially older people. Don't get me started on older Caribbean grandparents. <sighs> they, upset <me. laughs> they upset me more than I could even like express because it's just always them who got something to say. Either you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that. And it's like, maybe, I don't care. Maybe you're bigger than I am and I haven't said anything to you because I'm worrying about myself. So maybe let's not go there. <laughs> maybe, you know, it's like, you know, I'm old and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. That's nice. That doesn't change the fact that you look any kind of way, right? Okay, so don't worry about me. I'm sorry. That was my little sofa. I'm sorry. It's just <sighs> grandparents. But um, anybody else got a social media role model that you look up to in terms of body positivity or body image? I do. Mm-hmm. Lizzo. I love Lizzo. It is my girl. I love her so much. And, like, just, like, watching, like, her videos and stuff, like, it just, like, makes me feel good about myself. Um, And she's healthy, too. And people are like, oh, she's big. She's not healthy. If you, like, really watch her videos, she is very healthy. She works out and stuff. So I just love her. I love her so much. That's fair. I love her too. She's great. It's just, that's what I was saying before too. Like simply because you're bigger doesn't equate equate to unhealthy. Like you don't know what people are going through. Like some people cannot lose the weight as easily as, as somebody else. Everybody's journey is different. So worry about what you gotta go, gotta do. Support who you have to support or don't support who you have to support. But keep your opinions to yourself because um, I don't want to be the guy, but uh, nobody asked. Like, I wake up every day, I know what I look like. I don't need you or anybody else coming up to me and telling me, like, oh, you're this, oh, you're that. I know. Next. <laughs> I feel like that's, that, like, sorry to go on this little rant again, but that is, um like, growing up with a family that criticizes you, like, deeply to the point where you're like, why you gotta do me like this? It makes you get real thick skin. So when other people say stuff to you, it's like, mm-hmm. I said that to myself this morning. Next. Like, my, my dad said that to me yesterday. Next. Like, you're corny now. Next. <laughs> like, do you have anything else to say other than what you see here? Because at this point, I'm pretty much everywhere. I do everything. So if you really want to talk about it, if we really want to compare stats, you know, like, let's not go there. You're not going to. You're not going to win this battle. I wanted to, I liked what you pointed out when you said that you don't know what everybody's going through. Because I feel like a lot of people think that, like, gaining weight is all always associated with, like, eating so much food and not doing anything. And I'm like, that's not always the case. Some people get a lack of sleep. As what Josh, like, you know, stated earlier, say so you have depression or they're, like, really stressed. There's so many different things that equate to someone being bigger or smaller because the lack of eating being depressed you can lose weight in not a healthy way so it's like there's just so many other factors that I feel like a lot of people don't think or even talk about because food is not (laughs) it's not the main thing there's so many different things that you know 
make you bigger or smaller. And sometimes it's hard to get out of those things. So I just wanted to add that. Old habits die hard. And it's not it's not a one size fits all situation. Like you can't just do like say Deja, she says she goes two to five mile walks every day. First of all, that's a lot of walking. I'ma ride my bike. That's why <laughs> And two, simply because she does that and she's losing weight and loving the way that her body looks, that's great. We love that. Yes, ma'am. Doesn't mean that's going to work the same way for me. You know, I could do that and just be sweating. And then whole time, nothing is changing. Just the fact that I stink now because I'm outside and it's hot. <laughs> and I just walked five miles. You know, it's not it's not that simple for everybody. Some people got um, illnesses and things within them that don't allow them to live the way that they would want to or the way that everybody else does. Huh. But let's see. I think that's all the questions I had. But the last wonderful, probably the most difficult question I have, how are we feeling about this conversation? <laughs> um, I feel good about it. I think that it is a conversation that um, not a lot of people talk about because, like, they're like, oh, like, some people don't think it's important, but, like, just getting, like, just hearing how other people feel about it and the topic, it's really good to think that we all have, like, you know, different thoughts and to see how people think. It's lovely. <laughs> so kind of just going off of what Deja said, like, I, I and what you've been saying, Layla, it's, like, not, like, a one-size-fits-all fits situation, you know? It's, like everyone's background is so different and everyone is like coming from like a different story. So it's like good to know that just because someone has like a background in whatever, it doesn't mean that they can't not experience like body image issues. I I've loved this conversation up to this point. Like I, I love hearing different opinions and like, like y'all have already mentioned, seeing things from different perspectives because everybody goes through different things on a different time frame, And like when I first heard that this was going to be a topic of the conversation and everything, like it, it very much intrigued me because I'm like, this is something that's really not spoken about much. So that's when I started doing my research. And I was like, oh, like this is, this is like really a thing that a lot of people can relate to and a lot of people can learn from. And it's something that there's really not a lot of signs and symptoms of it. And like the point that we mentioned earlier, like we never know what somebody could be battling for it. So it's definitely something that is great for more people to be aware of. I definitely agree. I feel like this is a conversation that a lot of people don't even bother to scratch the surface of because they're just stuck in their ways or what other people say. So it's definitely a, definitely a conversation that can be had for a while. Like you can have it for a very long time because there's a lot of things within almost any conversation that can be touched upon because everybody doesn't see the same, which is a good thing. But it's like also it's like it's good to hear other people's input on like how they think about the situation as well. Facts. This was a lovely conversation and Oya had wonderful things to say um, for all the listeners out there. I just want to let it be known like we ended up talking about body image, which has to do with body dysmorphia, but not so much on a severe level. But again, I will reiterate if you feel that you are struggling with body image to the point where you're obsessing over every calorie every carb every everything you might want to talk to your doctor just let them know how you've been feeling and see what steps to take from there 
simply because you need to be, not need to be, but you deserve to be happy in whatever body that you have. And your brain telling you that you should look a certain way when in reality, you're a picture of health, you're wonderful, you've been doing all these great things, going on hikes and being just the wonderful person that you are, shouldn't stop you. So just go ahead and do what you need to do and keep killing it in the lab because we're here for it. But um, yeah, wonderful conversation. Thank you all for coming. But I'm so glad that you guys could come on such short notice. But so I appreciate you. Um, say bye to the people. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye, y'all. All right. Um, I'll see y'all next time. Stay tuned for the next episode. Um, we don't know what the topic is going to be yet, but it's going to be something spicy, as always. All right. See y'all when I see y'all.